This content is intended for adult cigar smokers age 21 and older. All right, Nick, good show. <laughs> okay. Uh, Greg's leaving to go take advantage of our brand new coupon code. Type in Long Ash all day Friday and Saturday, and you will receive 20% off your entire purchase. Some exclusions apply, but other than that, 20% off your entire purchase all day Friday and Saturday when you use the coupon code Long Ash. Nick, did you know I just got 20% off? Yes. Hecho a mano. Hecho a mano. Yeah, handmade. Handmade. Now you're just German. Han. Hans. Hans Gruber. He, he was British, actually, in real life. Yeah, I know. That was his brother. Uh, Simon? Yeah, Jeremy Irons was British. Also Jeremy played, Irons? Uh, he played Scar in The First Lion King. Yes. And he played... We're talking about the same person yeah, still, right? Yeah, he played Alfred in, the, in the, the, Bat, the newer Batman movies, in, the, in Justice League and all that, and he played Alfred. Really? Did you not see him? No. You didn't see any of the new... Like, no, I saw it. Yeah. I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, he was Alfred. Oh. Couldn't miss him. Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Alfred. Okay, so here Bring we are. Bring to the Batcave. What, what, what time is... What, what, what episode is this? 11. 11 episode 11. Seven this 11. is uh, one week after... Can we still ride that train? Probably IPCPR? not. No? <laughs> Get all that I, SEO. I we soaked up all the SEO we could pop. We're, I, we're a soaked sponge of SEO. I just poop SEO. Okay, well, this is a little graphic for television. What? Television? <laughs> yeah, YouTube TV. <laughs> you t- hey, mom! Your mom does not watch us. <laughs> no. No, actually, she did. She started watching right. it, and then she's like, wow, this is an hour long, and then turned it off. <laughs> well, you guys suck. <laughs> no, it's just, it was just not the time. Uh, so here we are, Long Ash Podcast, episode 11. Uh, How are we doing today? Oh, man, I, I don't know. I have a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, I think we all have a lot have going a lot on. There's just a lot of stuff going on. I'm right selling now. a house. You're selling a bike. Am I? Are you? What the hell are you talking about? I don't know. I just tried to make something up for you. What are you doing? I have enough going on. Forge and Fire Season 5 is now on Hulu. I know. So. He Snapchatted. He looks exactly like Jamie. The host. Oh, um, Will Willis. Yeah. Will Willis is an a-hole, man. Uh, why? He's so mean. Because Will... All right. Well, you got to give respect where respect is due. Will Willis was like a para-rescue guy, like the second... Like the Rangers. Like, yeah, he was know, a military guy, super, right? Super military guy. But he, he knew... Like when guy. he started the show, he knew nothing about bladesmithing at all. Not okay. like I did. But... No, 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 I'm not done yet. All right. But when guys would like make a mistake, he would like make fun of him. Like, oh, what is Greg doing quenching like that? I'm like, you haven't made bullshit, dude. Don't come here with your tucked in into your khakis and your converse and start making fun of these master bladesmiths about quenching. All right, all you do is jump out of helicopters. I feel like when you say quenching, that they're like, do you know what quenching is? Yes, it's when you put the hot blade into water. You never quench in water. Well, you quench in oil. Oil. Water is how you get cracked blade. You watch the show. I, I have. But not, I have enough, not, not, not to the extent of you. Do you, do you and your roommate have a dance for the uh, intro yet? Oh, that's a great idea. I know. Now, you know what? We're too, we're too focused on the content of this, of this show it to is, do it, a dance. It is. It's quite like, amazing what Dude. these guys can do. <sighs> well, here's the is funny thing. Is he the thing. guy also from um, he was in a, he was Finding in a, Hitler? Finding Hitler? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't find him. You, no, like the <laughs> TV show. I don't know. I didn't watch it, so I don't know oh, if he was in it. I think it's the same guy. Uh, he's been, he's like a bunch of like, you know this History Channel A and E shows about this kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I think so. Um, what's funny is uh, so I'm watching season five last night, and uh, one of the episodes is all rookies. It's all people who started forging knives because they saw season one of Forged in Fire. That's awesome. 
And they were good. And the embarrassing part was they had a super hard challenge. I think they had a, they had to make like, uh, I think they had a no, no, they had to make like Damascus. No, that was another one. They had to do something. No, it was a really hard you watched challenge. So many last. It was night a really hard. Too. I watched three last night and two today. Uh, it was a really hard challenge. But the every, you know, but the guys did it in the three hours, and I'm like, this must now be I, now so. I know why we have that email. This must be so embarrassing. No, I watched them this morning uh, at, at, at the gym on the treadmill, and then uh, oh. as I was doing my morning routine of you know shaving, brushing my teeth. Um, this hair takes at least a whole episode. Uh, okay. So they did it in the three hours, and what's embarrassing is that if you go back to the first season, these guys who were making knives for like 30 years, and they were first brought on the show, and they all sucked because they didn't know it was going to be only three hours. And now these guys have been doing it for like a year and a half, and they're already way better than those guys were. And it's like, oh, like it's so... It's creativity, right? It's not just creativity. And the, and it's the it's, it's they, all, they also know when that you got to do it in three knives? hours. I would love to. It costs a lot of money to like start up. Like you got to go, you got to buy all this material. You have money. I got, what do I want? I got Ugats. I got money. Uh, I don't know what that means, but yeah, you got money. I got nothing. You got money. The secret knows what I'm talking about. He's Italian. What do you, you spend too much money on calamari uh, or Ugats something? Ugats means I got nothing. Oh. It sounds like a cheese. No. Oh. If it's anything, it's like a fish. Oh. Maybe what kind little, of fish? Give me a little, like a little Ugats pink, salad. Pink, white or fish. Or Ugats soup. Oh. Zuppa de Ugats. Uh, see, yeah. yeah. See. All right. So let's get to some cigars, and then we'll talk more about Forge and Fire later. Okay. Um, so today we are we are both climbing the castle. Today we are both laying siege to the castle. I feel like this is uh, episode four of Game of Thrones. It is. We uh, are the or, walkers. Uh, actually, more more correctly, Downton Abbey. That's, okay. So that's what that's the show we're going with well, for today. Well, I don't want to. So Greg and I are both going to enjoy uh, a cigar from our dear friend Nick Melillo from he's Foundation. A, he's the best. He said he he's gonna he won the award. I told you what he, award he, he won. What was the award? He won the award for uh, most funk. Most funk. Yeah, he had most funk. Even though he's had what kind of music playing? It was reggae, or? but it's like funky. That was funky. Funky is not just like just for funk music from the seventies. I got the funk. Yeah. So we're both going to be smoking. Um, uh, they're two different cigars, but they're both from the same uh, line, the High Clear Castle. So Greg is going to be enjoying his first ever High Clear Castle original, while I will be enjoying the brand new High Clear Castle Victorian, both from Nick Melillo, both spectacular looking cigars. And actually, we got, we got them in the same size, too, like this we nice did. Toro size. Um, so before we light them up, let's give a little history of the brand, Greg. I'm going to tell you. Go you for sit it. down. I'm relax. sitting. You, you mm-hmm. calm down. I'm going to smell. Yeah. So High Clear Castle, um, and a lot of people out there probably know this already, um, is the castle in England that was used to film the show Downton Abbey. It's a real castle made in the whatever hundreds, you know, historical castle. <laughs> um, it's an important castle. It's a very important castle. And the it's Earl high and it's of Carna, uh, Carnivorn, or Carn- Carn- I, we did this last time, I can't remember his name. The Earl of Carnivorn, I think is his name. Um, is, he the maker, and- is he the founder of carnivals? No. No. Oh. Come on, man. All right. I don't know. I'm trying to be funny today. <laughs> yeah. That Trying jokes. is the operative word. <laughs> that jokes. Uh, he and Nick Lillo, um connected, and they decided to make a cigar based upon the original cigars that his ancestors would smoke. So his, you know, the aristocrats from the turn of the century, you know, 18 to 1900s. And so they found all the archival records of the cigars that they were purchasing, obviously a lot of it with Cuban tobacco, I'm assuming. And then using what cigars they were smoking, Nick recreated the blend into a more mellow, modern version, but still um, attributing those characteristics to the, to the original. Uh, and it came out as a very, very high-end, mild, mellow, creamy smoke. It uses a Connecticut shade wrapper, I believe, over a Brazilian Matafina binder and Nicaraguan filler. And uh, who blends his cigars? 
Nick does. Nick's Nick, 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 Nick oh, does Nick everything. He, uh, the fact I don't know which factory these came out. I know sometimes he uses AJ. Nick doesn't have his own factory, but the tobacco Nick picks it, blends it himself. Gotcha. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the Connecticut rapper came from. He has a few farms in Connecticut that there are at least one big farm in Connecticut that he owns himself, and then he contracts uh, a bunch of other ones. You know, Nick is knee deep in the Connecticut oh, landscape. Yeah. Love, loves he Connecticut. loves Connecticut so hard. Uh, the mighty Connecticut River. <laughs> the mighty. We're going to forge it one day. We're we going to forge and fire the uh, mighty Connecticut. He'd be so mad. I know. He'd probably be going, like, getting buckets of water and trying to put it back he in the river. He is so passionate about, I'm not going to call it the worst river, but it's not top 10 best. <laughs> it's not. It, I mean, Connecticut's not even a top 10 best state. <laughs> it's not. It's not. They have good pizza. Yeah, but we. No, no, no. Come the, on. Like, dude, New Haven pizza is really good. Okay. Uh, Barstool's guy. His his That's best his, his highest best. rated pizzas are always from New Haven. Okay, well, um, out of New York probably. Yeah. So the Connecticut rapper on that. So like I said, Mellow, very highly rated. Got you know, a lot of top ten lists. A lot of uh, half wheel. You know, very good ratings from half wheel cigar aficionado. And then this year, so that that by the way, the High Creek Castle came out two years ago. So we're looking at IPCPR twenty seventeen. This year, after demand, not not I don't like saying demand because it's not like people were sitting there like with, with protest signs, but there was a demand for a high clear castle, but with a little more strength, a little more body to it, and uh, you know heavier flavors. So he created the high clear castle Victorian, obviously named after the Victorian period of Great Britain, which is you know your 1820s to right around the turn of the century during the reign of Queen Victoria. Um, different, you know, same band, but with with the red on it now, and you see the Victorian underneath in the little cursive. Um, sim- uh, the same binder as the original, d- kind of different blend of Nicaraguan fillers, and then instead of a Connecticut shade wrapper, this uses a stunning Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, and Nick described it as not, uh, he described it as Maduro, but not, as, uh, as he would say in his accent, not oscuro Maduro, meaning not overly dark, not very, you know, like, right. like a Partagas Black or a Mikadilla. Even his tabernacle. Not a broadleaf kind of Maduro. Right. But what he described as either Cafe or Colorado Maduro, which I can see. Colorado is actually a wrapper color. It's usually like very reddish. Like it looks like a reddish clay almost. Right. So you, you can, you can kind of see that, and especially how it plays off of the band. You yep. can kind of see that reddish hue. Visually, the cigar is stunning. I, 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 I like the kind of castle stamp that he has in the middle, mm-hmm. the shape of the band in the, in the front. And then um, he has another, and I like his little logo that glues the, the back together mm-hmm. i like that little touch and then there's a saying on it saying what does yours say homos let me say carnav carnavon see it nice and little tiny is it Comos? yeah it's really small i can't read it i don't got good eyesight well i'm gonna have to look that up later yeah um i will say and i hate uh, Nick is a good friend of mine, and everyone at Cigars is amazing. So this, is, this is, might be the first negative thing I've ever had to say about Uh-oh. anything involving Nick Miller. Negative alert. The band on here, while it overall looks very you good. You and your photos. Well, dude, well, that's an important part, especially when you're making a product that needs to be photographed and I sold. Think it's, it, the, look at it. You can't, even not in the camera, you can't read that. It's no. very, the, the gloss on this one is but I don't think very tough. I don't think they're worried about pictures. It's not about pictures. It's about just reading it, <laughs> reading it in general. Oh, so like us ha- trying to ha- and, figure and out. And also, what that- well, you, you keep saying they don't worry about pictures. 
when social media guys or photographers want to take a picture of this to advertise for them in magazines or whatever, or when they want to put posters up at their trade show, and you have something that no way it's going to come out good in a picture because of how the light shines off the that? letters, that's good. But little, notice the difference in the lettering between yours and mine. This that's is that, that gold. Yeah, that gold. You, you it's can't all read the that. same kind of contract. I, I got you. You can't read it. I got um, you. That's the only thing I got to say about it is I wish he went with a different kind of gloss well, and on also his letters. You, we're going to see how it smokes, too. Oh, I, I guarantee it's going to be amazing. I'm not. I'm what, not worried about that. What size is this? I want to say this is this is just a solid Torah. I don't know if he has a special name for it. Knowing, knowing Nick, he has some historical name for it. Like, oh, it's the carriage of Sebastiel or something. But, what is Churchill? Just a little longer. Uh, Churchill's a good amount longer and a tiny bit thinner. I want to say this is probably a six by fifty-two, maybe six by fifty-four. Okay. Uh, in that range, uh, Churchill is usually a seven by seven by fifty, seven by forty-nine, seven by forty-eight in that area. Okay. So. Oh, right. uh, probably probably a good inch inch longer. I'm gonna so start. let's light them up. Cut them up. We got our beautiful Zycar XO that we're using. Hopefully soon we can be maybe using a Zycar Enzo. Ooh. That'd be nice. That'd be good. That'd be nice. I can't get that goddamn song out of my head. It's it's been in there for like two days. I'm sorry. I know. Two days. Two days. It's been in there. That's a problem. I know. Every time when I'm not talking or like working, I just hear that song in my head. You don't have anything else going on that, you know... It's just there. It's just, you know, when you, you, know, you know how I want to get a song in your head? Yeah. Yeah, this is like that. It's just, you know, longer than usual. What was your favorite, what was your favorite part of Nick's booth? I like the mural. He had this beautiful mural done by... Uh, again, I'm not sure if it was just, you know, your average citizen in Nicaragua, or I don't know if it was some factory workers, but a beautiful mural that was hand-painted that went all around the booth. It was, it was stunning. And also, did you see his music video with... Um, yeah, it was dope. I can't remember the name of the group. I don't remember either. Um, it was shot stunningly. Yeah, it was shot really well, like in his facilities down there. Um, yeah, I wish I could remember the the remember something like that. Wasn't remember. I was I was I went back to shooting. Let me, so let me look you guys up. were. Yeah. No, this it, it's been on Facebook though recently. Sure. Uh, I got I got I'm finally starting to follow. Well, start talking while I look at this. All the all the cigar manufacturers. So I'm starting to to mingle with the, with the the cigar folks. Uh, trade show foundation. The reminders. I knew it was something reminders. like that. The reminders. Yeah. So after lighting this, I'm getting a little touch of spice and cream at the end. So a little spicy in the beginning. I'm a little, I'm a little jealous. You're smoking this. the new one. No, but you got your new one already. I know. You get to smoke yours in a relaxed setting with probably a beer there's or something. No, there's no such thing as relaxed. I wish, I wish there was a thing called relaxed. You know when we you can smoke what? it? What? When the house is done. You come over. I'll have a nice little room for you. Oh, but I gotta, don't I got to pay a toll? Dollar. That's not a lot of money. You owe me a dollar. I want you to reimburse That's me. That's like, fine. Like, like Pennsylvania's going to reimburse you. I, I will. Want, I want my money back. I will. You, you can go. Uh, I was thinking, thinking about that because I'm like, he doesn't really smoke. He doesn't really have time to smoke that much at home. Why do I give Greg so many cigars? Oh, because. You have a very impressive collection now I that you never touch. No, I do. I when was do. the last time you smoked a cigar not work-related? Uh, Tennessee Walt on draft day? No. I had one grilling, I think, two weeks ago. What'd you have? It was so good, I don't remember. No, I took a picture of it. I think I sent it to you. I have to figure it out. 
Yeah, you got time. I'll keep the people. Well, you have, why don't you tell the people what you got right there? Um, smoking that because that's brand new all, right there. You can, you can, I can just tell by the initial light and how it's burning on the end. This is going to be a good burner. The construction seems on point. Um, not, not nothing crazy going on. The flavor profile, good amount of spice on the tongue. Little red pepper notes, little black pepper in there as well, but nothing on the back end. So you don't get any of a, you don't get that nasty taste that like a really spicy cigar will give you on the on the back end of your tongue. Yep. Um, a little leather in there as well, and actually a little bit of nuts that I'm getting, like a, a little rich rich nutness. I guess would be the word. I say we were in North Carolina. That's the last time I smoked. Like that was a work thing. I know I smoked one when I, when I grilled. My parents were over. How are they doing? They're good. They right. got settled in, unpacked. They finally moved to North Carolina. When are you going to see them? Um, they'll be up in September for my daughter's first birthday. No. Uh, what time should I be there? Um, I think probably around 11. All right. See you then. All right. No problem. Is it a smoking-friendly birthday? No. That's the thing, man, about being a cigar. Like, you can't go to barbecues nowadays. It, it, there's even like a five-year-old like running around. Like it's they're, they're all gonna look at me. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, you can't even. I can't even do it. Like if I get around. Like if I go with my friends and I the kids see, are around, I wouldn't. I wouldn't smoke. But like even if I'm not around, like if it's a whole huge backyard, I'm like I'm just gonna sit over here and have my cigar. People freaking look at you funny, man. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. What did I smoke? Oh, this is good. A little leather in there as well. That's be- that's brilliant. Spice is starting to calm down already on mine, mm. but you're still getting that touch on the on the palate like you were That's talking a about. Good leather leather in there. That's really nice. I can already tell I'm going to enjoy this, but I can already tell this with about another year on it might be good might be go. like a 98. Well, and that's another reason why I'm not smoking as much because I wanted because a lot of the new cigars we got, I wanted to kind of sit a little bit. Yeah, we're lucky that we got a few extra of these so we can enjoy one for the podcast and kind of right. review it. And then I could still have uh, first editions to kind of sit on. I still have, and I, I don't know why, and I always complain that I never had one. The uh, the Liga H99 that was released last year, that's super limited. Like only, right. you know, three companies get them a week and they get like one box. Um, our CEO gave me one of the preliminary releases from IPCPR last year and I just never smoked. It's still sitting in my humidor. Well, you like I'm to like, collect them too, well, right? Yeah, and also it has like a pre-release band on it. It doesn't have the regular band. Wow. So I'm like, I'm going to save that because I'm like, you know, I'm either going to smoke it in a couple years or if I find the cigar and smoke it and maybe I don't like it, I doubt that. But if I don't like it, that's good for a trade because right. that's, that's, a, that's a very wanted uh, material. Mm. Oh, is that how, so if they do come out with it, you're going to smoke the one that they come out with and you're going to hold it. Yeah, and I'll be able to tell on. you. So if I think the one they came out with was like, oh, this is really good, then I know mine's going to be even better because it's been sitting. But if the one I smoke, like, oh, it's just not my palate at all, like, I just didn't really like it, then I'll use that as a trade because somebody obviously out there would want one. It's amazing that you could trade cigars like baseball cards. Uh, it's probably much more lucrative, uh, like, baseball cards in terms of money. But, well, yeah. Um, yeah, man, absolutely. Because you, you, you have some guys who ha- you have access to certain things. So you have, maybe there's a guy who, you know, who was a member of, like, the Tatawahe Saints and Sinners Club. So every year when you renew your membership, you get like, I think you get like a t-shirt, you get like a bunch of cool stuff, but then you get like five cigars, like that guy Aaron we met in North right. Carolina, uh, that are only sent to Saints and Sinners members. So let's say you have access to that, and I, I don't know, I, I know somebody, you know, my brother works for Davidoff, so I have a, you know, the chef's edition, a bunch of that. We trade them, I'm like, oh, you give me some Saints and Sinners that I never get, I'll give you some Davidoffs that you never get, you know? Or guys that work in, 
uh, like crazy Fuente stores, like either Holtz or the Casa Fuente Lounge in Las Vegas, there's there's crap in there you've never even seen before. Hmm. I would like to see Fuente come out with a new cigar. Yeah, I'm getting a. I'm getting, I, would, I need to smoke more Fuentes. You should. Well, I gave you I gave you a Casa yeah. Cuba and a uh, Rosado today. I think yep. you'll enjoy. Um, they I think they need to come out with some new cigars, man. They've been. They've been really pushing these Opus. And I, listen, of course, everyone loves the Opus, but the Opus isn't what made you. Like the Hemingway and the Don Carlos and the 858s and the Sun Growns, those made you. You know, those were what built your foundation that you can do all this crazy stuff. So every year, it's like, oh, he has a new 50th anniversary Opus. It's going to be, you know, $100 a cigar, and you're only going to find it in, in one shop. Like, why don't you come out with another great, like the Casa Cuba that they came out with a couple years ago? Like, come out with another one of those, but a Fuente line. Like, I want to see a right. new Fuente whatever it might be. I still got to try uh, going on more cigars that I need to try. Um, the new Ashton Symmetry that you, that you're, yeah, oh, that's really I still good. haven't had that yet. Cause I was surprised. I didn't, I thought that was going to be like way more mellow and I was going to be like, eh, that might be the best Ashton. It's close. Really? Cause yeah. remember that VSG. Well, the VSG is really put strong me, put, and put good. Me, uh, put the, me in a nice place. The ESG is really good, but it's just very, very expensive. Right. Um, it's it's like a VSG, but like a little more toned down. But it's ten dollars more, almost ten dollars more a cigar than a VSG. The, the ESG is like twenty five, twenty six dollars a stick. Wow. Um, the symmetry is like sixteen bucks, fifteen bucks in that range, and it's just beautiful. It's really good. I am excited to see Fuentes. You know, building a factory. They've been building it for about a year, two years now in Nicaragua. Wow. They're building like a big factory, so maybe they're holding off. And, and they're based. They're, they're based in the DR. They're, okay. Yeah. Chateau Fuente is out in the DR. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what's going on with that. I actually haven't heard any news about it since they announced it like two years ago. Well, it's still probably a work in progress. Got to get Yeah, the but you think they would like things. some pictures somewhere? Yeah. Like there was some trouble in Nicaragua last year. Right. So you never so know So maybe it's just on. a slow go. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. But uh, That would be really cool, though. So do we want to go into the special, special announcement we have? Which one? This? Yeah. It's not that special. It's special to me. I know it is. You know why it's special to me? Because you see it was your idea? Because it was my idea. And uh, being that we started this podcast because I'm the beginner and you're the aficionado, this was, this was the way of thanking the fans. Was it? <laughs> you sure you want to do this? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> you seem very confused. I'm not very confused. I just, uh, you so know. Greg had the idea. That why not start making kits for you know certain situations? So make a hostage situation. You know, you're cooking in your backyard situation. Um, going to a wedding, bachelor parties, things like that. So the first kit we decided to make was for beginners because this was what the whole basis of the podcast was. Right, is that I was a beginner. You're the aficionado. So yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. Well, I'm more knowledgeable than you're you. knowledgeable. You're a knowledgeable cigar smoker. Yeah. So, and you're so knowledgeable that I had lunch with a buddy yesterday, and I was telling him things that I didn't even know before we started this podcast. So, thank you. What did you tell him? Um, everything was delicious. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. What'd you smoke? Uh, I gave him one of my Sin Compromisos. You must be a good friend. Yes. He's a very good friend. Actually, uh, my company, my wedding company, rents office space from him. He's a DJ in New Jersey. Oh, okay. So I gave him, I gave him a good one because I also didn't want to not give him one that I think is good. 
like I wanted one that I really like, so I know what I'm talking about. You, see, but the risk on is he, I'm guessing he's not a regular cigar smoker. No, he is. Is he? Yeah. So he but, did he but, know the brand? Uh, no, but he does like the infused flavor, you know, flavored yeah, cigars see, as well. That was a risky and that's, move. It was a because I didn't know he move. was into that as well. So I was like, uh, but I told him straight out. I said, for not an infused flavored cigar, this is the one to go with. Now you lucked out because I'm assuming he enjoyed it. But when recommending a cigar, especially if when you find out somebody likes infused, even if you I didn't don't know, know what they, even if you know they're a cigar smoker, but you don't know what they smoke, the Sin Compromiso is a. Well, I know he smoked, so that's why I. But even, but you even yeah. that it's a very it's like saying oh you just got your you know you've been you got your driver's license you've been driving it for a few years here's an F1 car why not sure what if they total it yeah well if they <laughs> and, total and you had to pay the insurance no I don't have to pay anything no but what I'm saying is. <laughs> If he ended up like not liking that at all, which is okay, but now you're out your favorite fifteen dollar cigar. Yeah, I like the, the feeling of giving somebody a good cigar and then they enjoy it. It makes me feel even better than when I smoke it myself. Well, yeah. But seeing somebody put down a cigar that you love after like two puffs because they don't no, like it, he it's smoked the whole thing. It's heartbreaking. He smoked. The I whole think thing. you should have given him cigars more along the lines of what we're going to showcase right now. I should have, but but I wanted you're a good I, wa- I wanted to. I wanted to give something give that, that I loved. Eighteen dollar chocolate yeah, bar. Yeah, it was delicious. Oh, so good. What so, did you have the same? No, I had. I had the Antonio Connecticut, the new on the Hoya. You Denim. like that? I that's love just, that. That's your second or third one. Yeah, it's it's very good. Um, that and the Sober Mesa Brulee we had last week, and now the High Clear is getting on the little Connecticut kick. I am, I am. Because it's you know, good, it's good to have. You need to have. I need, a, you need I, to have. I need to switch. Era. I need to switch it up so it yeah. doesn't. I don't have the same taste for my palate. Because I feel you, like I was going really dark with the wrappers. And well, yeah, because like you were think, following me, but right. I, I had my Connecticut era a couple years sure. ago. And I'm gonna talk about like a, not even when you start smoking, even when you like me, like when you're established and you and you know you know good cigars, you know the good companies, and you know what you like. I, I went through my Connecticut era like right around when Nick Melillo started making his stuff, like two years ago. Okay. That's when I feel like really started smoking the Charter Oak. The original High Clear Castle. Um, you got to go through a good Connecticut era. Because right. you got to appreciate them for what they are, even if you don't like something that mellow. But maybe you'll find something that you really enjoy. Like you found, like now that Numero Uno from Hoyden, Nicaragua is, I would smoke that anytime, anywhere. And that's a Connecticut cigar. Right. So it, it makes you, whereas, you know, four years ago, if someone's like, smoke this Hoyden, Nicaragua, it's got a Connecticut wrapper, I might have scoffed or I might have pashawed. Sure. But now I won't push off. No, you can't do that. No, you can't push off. You can't because even, I mean, I, I just think it resets the palate. So when I'm ready to have the darker, because I like, I like to enjoy it, like you said, relax in the back deck, yeah. have a beer, have a whiskey, and ha- enjoy that cigar. I just feel like the Connecticut is something that, you know, just do whatever with it. I just realized that, um, I don't know on which video it was, one of the live videos we did on Instagram, your wife messaged the JR page and said, uh, don't make him hangry. <laughs> Did she? Yeah, I don't. I can't remember what video because the video disappears yeah, after a while. Well, I don't know which be, one it was. She shouldn't be talking because <laughs> she's just, she's just as bad as I am. That's why oh, we're made. You leave for Johnny Beachbody alone. <laughs> hey, well, I, I'm supporting Johnny Beachbody. You today. live JBB alone. <laughs> <laughs> What's the extra? Oh, oh the body. Beachbody. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. you. <laughs> um, so let's go over. And this is now. I will say we're going to take turns here, being yep. being good guys. This was your idea. Yep. I think my cigar selection is supreme. I think it's on point. It's definitely on point because you're going from mellow to creamy to bold and spicy. You have everything in here 
Um, just not, I'm not going to say you have every rapper in here, but you have almost every kind of profile. You have uh, Connecticut that's more mellow. You have Connecticut that's more spicy. You have Maduro's. I keep saying that because I watched my interview with Nick Malillo. And that's how he says it. Like he's like an American. That's okay. And then, he, but he, he's like, so we were working on this cigar, and it was really cool, man. We used that Maduro. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's those those those. Well, little... he's he's been living in Nicaragua. Don't forget, Nick's older than you think he is. Shocking. Well, how do you how old do you think Nick is? I thought he was. I thought he was like thirty seven, thirty eight. I want to say he's in his early forties. That's crazy. Um, he he has to because he created Liga Bravado. Over you know, 10. it's amazing. He created Liga Bravado twelve years ago. You know what people say: if you love what you do, you never age. That's what I feel like. I he's heard. Doing. I thought it was if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. Well, that too. That's the. That's I'm, the I just started one. a new one. How about okay. that? It's much a little bit longer, but I think it could fit on a fortune cookie. Or it could be like on one of those signs you put over your kitchen table or your in your foyer. Or like live, laugh, love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should start making picture frames or some other bullshit. Yeah, yeah. That, um, that words of wisdom for yeah, the day. Yeah. Uh, but he's been living in Nicaragua. I want to say fifteen, at least probably fifteen wow. years. Twenty, maybe maybe twenty years. Around there, he's been living in Nicaragua, so he's fluent, you know, and he, he relates to, to the Nicaraguan that's people. That's good. So, um, so, yeah, a full range of different cigars here, uh, also different prices. We wanted to make sure the price is down for you. We'll give to the price after, but you will never, ever find... By the way, this whole thing is not a pitch just to sell this. We're actually just going to talk about beginning cigars. Right. At the end, it just so happens we were also selling this kit, but I don't want you to listen to this podcast thinking like, oh, we're just trying to sling for a sale. No, here. this is... That, uh, we only made 20 of these anyway, so it's and, not like we're going to see a big... Right, and well, that's the whole point of the, the show was to kind of teach the new guys what you should be going for and what you should be looking for. So, and that's why we started this. Right. And so being that we started this, I think it's a good talking piece to mm-hmm. kind of allow people that are watching to smoke some of these and enjoy the uh, experiences that we are having. It. They are enjoying it. So, what do you? Th- so we got ten cigars. We have a twenty count, right? Twenty mm-hmm. count humidor, desktop humidor, and we have a cutter for Vertigo and mm-hmm. a four flame, right? Mm-hmm. Vertigo lighter. Push the button. There you go. No fluid in it, so you get all this. You know, and you can't, you can't ship with fluid in it. Did you know that? Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we couldn't bring. Lighters. Uh, we couldn't bring filled lighters. Right. You can't travel with fuel. That was such a pain. Yeah, it was alright. But um, so and, I, and then you get ten cigars. Mm-hmm. So let's take it away with the cigars. Um, you know, uh, can we I get start? A, can you I get go, a minute? Go ahead. You can have a minute. This high clear castle Victorian is hitting. Yeah. I had to do a, a tiny fix, but that's my OCD. That's not cool. anything of, of the construction. But I'm getting so much flavor on the front, but then an almost, I'm not going to say creamy, but a very smooth backdraft, I'm going to call it. Backdraft. Like, like the, 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 after you exhale, like the final, the final flavor notes and the final gotcha. like, characteristics that you, that you experience right. are very, very smooth. This is aged tobacco. This is very aged tobacco, I can tell. You have a beautiful looking ash on that. Yeah, um, this is just the construction's on point. I, I wanted to make sure that people know, like, um, this is this is an outstanding cigar. Good. And so what do you what? So off the bat, when you when you take a puff, what are you instantly getting? And then on the out, almost like a. If you made 
like a, a hot cocoa, but you put spice, like like heavy cinnamon in it. It's like a Ooh. spicy richness to it. I love hot cocoa. Not, but it's not. I don't. Maybe that's not a good comparison because it's not a lot of chocolate oh, notes. No, it's not. But it's a it's a richness, and then like a maybe like a spicy coffee. Okay. Um, but both are subtle. Like like they they they're working together. Both of those flavors. Nice. So I wouldn't describe it as rich. I wouldn't describe it as spicy. I would describe it exactly as I described it. And what would you probably pair that with? I don't even know. Right now, nothing. Just life. I'm pairing it with my oxygen because okay. this, this is amazing. This, as I smoke through it, I mean, I I think this this is like a well, when, like a two or three year old Wednesday. Wow. Um, I can't really compare it to a Tabernacle or even a Wednesday Maduro because the profiles are so different. Yeah, so different. Um, I mean, construction for a Nick Melillo is always going to be on on point, and the richness you get off of the uh, Wise Man Maduro, and then that heavy, heavy coffee notes, and a lot of smoke you get off the Tabernacle. You're just not going to have it because it's different tobacco, so it's tough to really compare them. If I was to compare this to a Nick Melillo smoke, it would definitely be the Wawense, and I think this this is like a three or four year old Wawense. That's, that's the taste I'm getting wow. right now. It is phenomenal. Nice. Um, all right, so let's go through these cigars. Let's start off, and when I say the bottom, I don't mean the bottom like bad. I mean let's the bottom in terms like, of price. We'll we'll go, go we'll price go, and maybe start of your and, day. Uh, no, nah, because that's because like, the, but no. there's four or five of these gonna be for the morning. Okay, you know. All right. So we're gonna like, we're, more budget, and then we'll go up. You got it. So we're gonna start here with the Maria Mancini. Um, I actually don't even remember a lot about these. I just remember that when I started working in the store, this was a great beginner smoke. It had a lot of flavor to it. Came in a dark and light wrapper, and they were very very affordable. I mean, back then, I mean, this is this could be going back ten, nine, ten years. You were talking maybe. 15 20 bucks for a five pack. Wow, if that very affordable cigar box press. Um, I remember the Maduro giving some nice chocolatey notes. Uh, it's, it's a great budget smoke. I mean, if you're coming into the cigar community and you just want to be like an Instagram guy and you just want to have the black labels and the Nick Malillos and the Steve Sockas and the Roma Crafts, you can feel the oil on this. If, if bands mean a lot to you and something to hashtag, I mean, which they do for me a lot because it's part of my job. Then maybe this isn't the cigar for you, but if you just if you if you can smoke a bandless cigar, have no idea what it is, and enjoy it, then this is a great cigar for you. And I think that's important to realize that although we get to hang out with these guys and we post a lot of cool pictures and we smoke the newest stuff, at the end of the day, if I'm sitting on my back porch or if I'm at a, a cigar bar, you can hand me something without a band on it and tell me like, hey, this is good. And if I, and if it's good, like I'll I'll enjoy the experience just as much as if I had a an opus with twenty different gold bands on it. Right. And that's the important part is don't smoke the band, smoke the cigar. It just so happens a lot of bands, you know, are worthy of it. That's how they got popular in the first place. But never just smoke the band. So this is any time of the day. That's an any time thing. Okay. Um, good for the morning. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't call it super mellow, but mellow enough that it'll be good in the morning. Um, but yeah, fantastic smoke, man. Nice. Uh, next up, this is a, a perfect cigar for a lot of reasons and for a lot of times of day. Um, I think it's great for the morning. This is the Arturo Fuente 858 Maduro. This was the first, no, I'm sorry, the second Maduro cigar I ever had. Um, 858, uh, I'm trying to remember what it's, it, I think it stands for Car, either Carlito or Don Carlos's birthday was, I think, August of 58. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. Um... What's the area code in there? Wasn't there an area code? That was, uh, that's the Romeo uh, 5, 502? 505? 505. Gotcha. I know this is, this is Well, this is Dominican anyway. Right. So. Well, I... Yeah, I gotcha. These numbers just going through my head. 
Well, then there was an Ashton that was like an 812 8 or something like that, and that was how they would stack the cigars in the box. Okay. It'd be like a layer of 8, a layer of 12, and a layer of 8, because like the boxes were like... They weird. had a ledge? They had like a... Like a the middle was like perched out, and then it, would, it was like a trapezoid. Okay. I think it was 812 8, something like that. Trapezoid. Um, this is a very nice, mellow to medium smoke. A lot of flavor on it. It uses a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. That is the cigar that introduced me to the Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper. I will tell you, I don't think it tastes anything like the Broadleafs that are coming out today. Um, if you smoke that versus a Liga Privada or that versus a Tabernacle, that versus a Micarita, you wouldn't even think they're in the same county. Right. But it shows you the importance and the versatility of the Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper that goes on. Usually, you know, nowadays it's on a lot of Nicaraguan cigars. Right, I was just all the ones I just up. mentioned are all Nicaraguan. Right. This is Dominican. This is Dominican. And that's what I liked about the real quick about the Drew Estate Crown Heads. It's a mix of Nicaraguan and Dominican. The Drew Estate the, Crown Heads. The Underground. No, the La Coalition. Oh, yeah, oh, I don't oh, know how to say oh, it. I, That's why I yeah. say that because I don't know. How La Coalition. Sure. Okay. Um, that has a mix, which that's why. I yeah, love and, that and, and like he said, it's that the La Coalition uses a broadleaf wrapper, but not only does it look different, but it tastes different than like the Tennessee Waltz does. Right. Tennessee Waltz is so good. So good. Um, secret, Chris. Secret, Chris. Where is he? What are you smoking? Are you texting secrets to people? Are you secretly texting? Um. Oh yeah, how are you liking that? Yeah, secret, so he, secret, secret smoking that palladium, isn't that? That, that was from yeah. uh, Iron Man. Yes, that was the the secret ingredient of his chest. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know much about cigars, and it's pretty well. It's pretty well. Pretty good. There you go. He can't speak. He has no words. Don't you have a podcast? And aren't you an actor? <laughs> he's Barry. He's Barry Block two point <laughs> Never bring this guy as your wingman. <laughs> no, he'd be great. <laughs> he's the he's the cute flustered friend. Oh shucks, I think I, you're I think I, you're kind of cute, yeah. man. All... <laughs> and that's when I come in. I'm like, ah, oh, this is my buddy Christopher. Secret Christopher. Do you want to know a secret? Secret Christopher. That sounds, sounds like, like a weird Winnie the Pooh character. Oh, secret Christopher. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, where were we? Um, by the way, quick quick shit out. Shut out. Uh, listen to uh, the Ranting and Raving podcast tomorrow, available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, and iTunes. Uh, that's Secret Chris's podcast. It's Secret Chris and uh, Hoagie. What's his name? Hoagie? Sub. K- Kaiser? Kaiser Roll. Kaiser Soze. Rye. Rye Bread. So it's, uh, it's Secret Chris's podcast to talk about a lot Ruben. of fun things. Ruben. Now, that's a real name, though. Yeah, but who, well, how many Rubens do you know? Three. Really? What? I'm Corn heavily beef, involved. I'm, and, I'm, I'm heavily involved in the Jewish deli community, <laughs> as you could tell, heavily involved. Uh, but no, listen to the uh, Renting and Raving podcast. They're going to have a very special guest uh, this weekend. So I don't know who it's going to be. It's secret, but it's going to be special. It's secret name. Anyway, uh, one of the best aspects that I always loved about the 858 Maduro, and I would use it a lot when I would teach the uh, cigar school classes, and I've talked about it in several reviews and videos before, is it gives you a great opportunity to um, put an end to that, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, that myth that the darker the cigar, the stronger the cigar. Um, and that's what everyone thinks, and uh, until they actually start smoking them, they don't realize that that's not true. Hold on, I want to make sure this doesn't go out. You don't want that to go out. Mm. That ash is pretty. 
That is nice. Yeah. Um, that is nice. It's a mellow smoke, and it, it was the first time that I realized that I really started learning the anatomy of a cigar and how your strength typically comes from your filler tobaccos, and the wrapper is more responsible for your flavor. So you can have a very dark, almost black cigar like the 858 Maduro is, but it's going to be mellow. It's going to be rich and creamy. Um, the perfect, I've always said this is the perfect morning Maduro. Um, a great way for somebody to get into Maduros who hasn't really smoked them before. If you're afraid you think it's going to be too strong, the 858 Maduro is going to be perfect for you. Like I said, very rich, chocolatey, very smooth. Um, and Felix from, you know, Poppy, Poppy, who taught me all the basics that I learned when I worked in the store. Uh, he smokes an 858 Maduro every morning, and he has for years. Wow. So. Um, let's, so let's go now to a, a more typical Connecticut with the... Um, no, let's go to the Oliva. Oliva. Let's go to the Oliva. Here we have the Oliva, Connecticut. Great mellow smoke, but using Nicaraguan tobacco has a little body in it. Um, Oliva's a company that, I mean, everyone knows the V's and the Milanios, but their core lines are popular everywhere. They don't really have a bad cigar out there. They don't really have a cigar that if they offered one to me, I would be like, ah, no, I'm not in the mood for that. I would smoke any Oliva just about any time. Um, through the G series, the O series, the Connecticut, um, even their nubs and the and the canes can be really fantastic. Um, it's a nice golfing cigar. That's a great golfing cigar. Nice stick. I believe that's a sixty ring gauge. Can you turn it towards me? Yep. Yeah, it's a sixty. It's a sixty. Um, that's your big boy. So gonna have a little more body on it, but still very smooth. Uh, not a lot of bite to it. Um, like you said, great golfing cigar. Great. You know, you're just grilling. You want something that's gonna have some flavor, but put it down, pick it up. It's gonna stay lit. The Oliva Connecticut is, uh, is perfect for that. Let's move on to the Tatawahe now. Ooh, we have a Tatawahe. Wow. Oh, that's, let me see that. That is let me see that. rustic. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep reading this. Why are you keeping that? Well, Greg, this is oh, a great time oh, to Nick. teach you about something. Teach me. This is actually very controversial in the online cigar community. And retailers and manufacturers have been fighting with cigar smokers over it for years. Um, the notion of what's called bloom or plume. Okay. So as it was taught to me by experts, you know, this is you know, your E.P. Cadillos, your Pepin Garcia's, your Nick Belolos. Plume is when a cigar is being perfectly humidified and aged in a very secluded area. So a dark cabinet, um, if they... Uh, are very humid in the box, and the box isn't open for a couple of years, but it's kept in a, you know in a in a humidor. Um, plume is basically all the crap, all the pneumonia, all the right. the dirty stuff used in the growing process, the stuff that comes out with age, like when you age a cigar, yep. and all these impurities kind of come out. From what I was told, plume is that stuff, and it, and it basically it crystallizes on the wrapper, like it's doing right there. Yeah, and you can that looks nice. and you can wipe it away. If you wipe it away with yep. your finger. Then it's so to see if you go like that, it's totally clean now. Um, cigar community people, specifically on Reddit, and I'm, I'm, I was very, very happy to hear that the Reddit community, the cigar community, is almost dead because those guys were not nice people. Uh, BOTL is a much better forum. Awesome dudes. Just want to talk about cigars. Really cool. Um, yeah, I was never a big fan of people on Reddit. But... The big thing was that this was just a conspiracy. Uh, we made it up so that we can sell you mold. It's mold, and we can sell you moldy cigars. We've had people come in and say they thought it was mold, and we offered to, like, oh, dude, we'll do a full trade in your, on your box right now. Like, we're just going to smoke that. And they'll be like, why? And we'll explain it to, explain it to them. Um, 
I worked in a cigar store for five years. I worked in the cigar industry for 10. I would never cheap somebody out. I would never say like, oh, this, no. is, this is something else, you know, just to get to, to make a sale. Um, if something was bad, if something was broken, if something was moldy, I obviously wouldn't sell it to you. That's not my kind of salesmanship. Um, now, I will say, do I know the science behind it? No idea. I'm not a Steve Saka. I don't know that no. kind of stuff. Um, but all I know is I've smoked cigars with plume on them, and they have been top-notch. So what I'm seeing from this Tatuaje uh, tattoo, by the way, which is what the cigar we're talking about, uh, these, uh, I think this is the needle, I think it's called. Yeah. These come in a, uh, like a 50-count box. Um, I think they're around $6 a piece. Great budget smoke and a great entryway to Tatuaje while keeping your budget down. Um, it looks like this came out of a box that's been sitting there for a long time. I have a question for you. Yeah. It comes in a box of how many? I think it comes in a box of 50. Now, question is, like, beginner or someone that sees the box of 50, uh, should, would that, should that scare people? Because that's a lot of, that's a lot of cigars. Um, Ian, I wouldn't buy it. I, I would buy them in singles, or if you're going to buy a box of 50, maybe do a box split with some people. Okay. Um, they're a great cigar. Oh, I'm not saying about the quality yeah. of cigar. I just, any yeah. cigar I, that's uh, in that well, there's many. A lot of, there's a lot of things that come in boxes of, of 30 or boxes of 50. Um, I'm, I'm not particularly sure why. It might have to do with just when they come in smaller sizes like that. Uh, I mean, I would definitely, they're, they're available in singles. I mean, obviously, they're available in this kit. We've had them in several of our packs before. Right. So they do have, you do have other options with it. But, I mean, if you really like that cigar and you're looking to like fill your humidor up with some nice tats. Well, here you go, everybody. Yeah. Buy this kit. And if you like the cigar, you're going to have a nice... Nice array of cigars in that, in that humidor. You'll just have to get a bigger one. <laughs> oh, yeah, for 50, absolutely. So that's the myth. People think it's mold, and then we're trying to screw them. Yeah, that does not look like and mold. And I, I anticipate this podcast I, I know, generating I know some mold. controversy. I know mold. I, I know you do. <laughs> I definitely I, know I anticipate mold. this podcast generating some controversy about yeah, well. this. And also, just to go back, I met some really cool guys. That The, the gentleman, I wish I could remember his first name, um, one of the reps for Crown Heads that we met at well, like, the yeah. CPR. Um, he was a moderator on it. I, th- I yeah. want to say his name was Dave or Dan. I think it started with a D. Very nice guy, and I apologize if you're listening that I can't remember your name. Um, but he was a moderator on it, and he super nice guy. And he told me the same thing: is like it's dead. Like no one's on there anymore. They were they were they were like how people get now on social media, but they were like that with cigars, which is the last topic you should be. It's fighters behind the screen to, trying to make controversy. I mean, I got death threats, dude. Yeah. Well, I got, I, 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 I people came after me on Reddit. It was I, not I, a I good wouldn't be happy about that. Um, but yeah, so the Tatuaje, um, tattoo, that one had a little plume on it. I imagine maybe the rest of them would too. Uh, I will tell you from my experience, I've smoked cigars with plume on it. If it wipes away, it's plume. Like I said, the crystallization on the outside of those wrappers, um, if it's green and embedded into the wrapper, obviously that's mold. So don't smoke that. This looks um, great. Yeah. I'll so what's the wrapper on this? I'm not sure. I want to say it's probably an Ecuadorian Habano. Okay. Um, and it's, it's Nicaragu- Nicaraguan? Cause... Yeah, that's going to be Nicaraguan. Hold on, let's find out. I want to give people the, the straight facts. Tatuaje. Tattoo. Um, but yeah, great budget smoke. And especially with that plume on it, man. I mean, god damn. Mm, I hope this is the same one. This might have been a pre-release, but uh, looks like it was a Hibano uh, Rosado Oscuro, which uh, my father is is well known in for using. Um, nice. Let's go now to something 
uh, a, we'll call it one of those not your father Connecticut's. We're going to go with the Añejo. XO, Connecticut. From, from Balmoral. 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 I hope you guys got to watch the interview I did with Boris Winterman. They're, that was really on, cool. They're on their game. They are. And, and Jamie sent me a very nice email. I saw. Yeah, Jamie's a great guy. Balmoral's a company, guys. Takes, take them seriously. They know what they're doing. Um, the cigars are fantastic. The branding is cool. They now have two awesome collaborations out there. They have the Duetto that they did last year with E.P. Carrillo, and now they have the Pasa Doble they just did with Lido Gomez of La Florida Minicana. Balmoral is on point. Yeah. And this Connecticut cigar is a great way for if you kind of maybe like the flavor of a Connecticut, you like the smooth, little creamy, little vanilla notes you get, but you also want something with a, with a little more body to it, this is a cigar and you should And a nice pick little up. pepper touch to yes, it as well. Yes, a nice little pepper touch. Uh, I actually had, this is one of my go-to cigars, uh, me and Secret Chris like to have together when we have those special moments together. Um, the construction is great. The burn is great. The flavor is on point, but it, it, it like you said, it has that profile and that strength that's not like a typical Connecticut. So definitely, you know, nice to have with a little coffee. Um, no, it's it's... A little I, rum I, too. I think yeah, little rum. It, was, it was one of those cigars. I was I was shocked. A little Nicaraguan rum. Right. This was the first. I think this was the first Connecticut that I actually really enjoyed. Uh, when I finally started smoking Connecticut's, and everything they're doing uh, that uh, the was it Paso Dobles. Paso Doble, Yeah. That was. I mean, how old was that? Like six days, and that was. The only issue it had was a little bit of a burn issue, which and I think is because it was young. It was young. And everything they've been doing, I would highly suggest looking into getting getting a Balmoral in your collection. Well, there was another rumor, uh, another one of those kind of Reddit rumors, that um, cigar retailers would get duped when they would bring cigars to the trade show. They would, when they first figured out the blend like eight months ago, they would make the cigars like let them like like make like you know two hundred, three hundred of them, band them up and let them rest. And so they give them that to the show, like, oh, this is really good. It's been aged and everything. And then the cigars they ship are only, like, two weeks old, and people get bamboozled. I'm like, I've never had that. Yeah. I've never, ever had a cigar at the trade show that I liked and smoked later and didn't. Right. Well, it's, it's everybody no. thinks they're a professional. Uh, that's the problem. You know? Even I do, and I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. But definitely Connecticut, Belmoral, Anya Hill. Yeah. Hey, Greg. Hey, hey, do Nick. Do you know... The first cigar that Crown Heads released. Uh, am I looking at it right now? I don't know what you're looking at. It's the it, Crown Heads released. Oh, it's the Four Kicks. That's right. Yeah. Um, I don't know the whole story. It was something about uh, the Kings of Leon song. You know John. You know how John I know gets. John. Kings of Leon. Um, great band. But yeah, this was a big deal, man. Um, when the Four Kicks came out, oh, I just want to get the specs on it. Um, this is a this is a spicy cigar. That is that. Remember when we had the Maduro in our blind tasting that you cheated on? This is not the Maduro. No, I don't think so. No, that's not Maduro. Oh. No, because that's the Maduro. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're good. You're confusing me now. I'm not trying to confuse you. You, I'm, you, I just, you I thought, are. And I thought this working. was the Maduro. No, the Maduro has a black label. Oh, does it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this is probably like a. Nah, that's what I thought. Oh yeah, the Maduro. Because the, the, I remember that now. I, I sound like an idiot for a minute, but Maduro came out never an idiot. at my last uh, trade show. No, I remember it had the black label on it. I, yeah, I, I mean, like my two two trade shows. The ago. fact that you remember these cigars the way that you do, it I just sit here in awe. Not to 
suck up to you, not to talk you up or anything. It's completely wild that you know this stuff. I don't even sometimes remember my kid's birthday. I will say you and you know you all are these a threat to me because I have never worked with somebody who has absorbed as much as you as quickly. Because I got to do it, man. Yeah. If I don't do it, then you're not. You're not. Well, that's in why it. I, I lie to you sometimes to give you false information. So I always have a leg up. <laughs> why? Like what? Oh, See. that's so mean. So I'm gonna go and no, tell no, no, people. No, no, no. You know, no, you're, you're my not, you're, you're like, my star you're like pupil. That. You're not like that. I wish you would teach me more about editing and video stuff so I can do it. Then you take my job and then I'll be out of a job. Dude, why would I want your job? I don't know. I don't want my job. <laughs> I'm that lazy. I don't even want to do it. Can we I'm just doing. do this? I mean, I wish. Um, no, so the four kicks, uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. Right. Over select vintage uh, Nicaraguan fillers. Um, so a little quick story of crown heads, and I think we got some of this when, when Miguel showed Dell. Um, there should be a great Western movie with him. Like, remember the man with no name? Yeah. What would Miguel's movie be? The man, man with no neck. The man with no neck. <laughs> he would look good in like one of those black cowboy outfits, like with the black the, hat. Would. Like he's riding into town, almost like a Will Smith from he's, Wild he's Wild a West. Bull. He's a bull, man. Yeah. I would not oh, want to get hit by in him. A, in a saloon fight? Like, oh, my God. Full charge Secret, hit. Secret Chris is the guy with the bow tie playing the piano as we're all fighting. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, what's going on here, study Jim? Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be like just like me on the podcast to sit back I, and enjoy just, my cigar and watch like you guys you would, go at it. I feel like you would be either the bartender who's ignoring what's going on, and you'd have like a handlebar mustache, or you'd just be like a guy reading the newspaper, yeah. like ignoring what's going or, on. Or I'd be the guy in the pot, and you guys threw each other through the stall, and, and I'd just still sit there. I'd be the guy behind you. Miguel, being like, yeah, get him. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, I don't want to engage in the fight. I'm like, yeah, you get him. Yeah, he's wrong. <laughs> You're right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so crown heads, <laughs> man, we have a lot of detours on this. On yeah, this. We, we, we're all over Google the place Google maps today. would kill us today. <laughs> we're all over the place. Four hours to our destination is traffic. Uh, um, Mike Condor and, um, Condor, Mike Condor and John Huber, um, started with, uh, CAO. Right. Back in the day. And then when CAO was bought out and they were moving it out of, uh, Nashville, they decided to start their own thing. They wanted to maintain their creative autonomy. And they came out with Crown Heads. And the Four Kicks, I believe, was their first. Yeah, definitely their first one. And it, um, like I said, it's something to do with uh, the Kings of Leon song. And there's like a song. And he wanted yeah. it to sound like the kicks on the drum pedal or yep. something. Um, same thing with the uh, Headley Grange, which was named after uh, the studio where they recorded the Led Zeppelin, um, Led Zeppelin 4. Which actually isn't even called Let's Up One Four. It just it was it was their fourth album. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it was their it was either their fourth album or their fourth unnamed album. So people just call it Led Up One Four. But it's, it's not actually it's called. It's just like the number six from Rocky. Yeah. No, but like, but that would, it would be like if Rocky didn't call that anything, and people were like, "Oh, it's his sixth cigar, so we're just going to okay. call it." It's not. It's not named Led Up One Four. Yeah, because Houses of the Holy was like later, right? It was the fifth one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some good songs on that. Yeah, Black Dog, uh, Stairway to Heaven. I think the song that's been stuck in my head, I think, I'm pretty sure that's on Led Zeppelin 4. Uh, is, is When the Levees Break? Uh, that, that's the song that's been in my head for two days. You know what it was? Is over the weekend I watched The Big Short again, and that's the song that plays in the credits. Okay. You know, keep on raining, Levees gonna break. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sidebar. Okay, yeah, makes sense. It's a really menacing song. It was actually written um, by a uh, blues musician. I want to. There was two of them. But one of them was named was uh, Memphis Minnie, 
and it was written in 1929. I've been doing all this research on it because it's been stuck in my head. Uh, about there was the, the Great Mississippi Flood of 1927 when the levees broke and the Mississippi flooded and a lot of people were displaced. Actually responsible for a huge amount of the, um, uh, call it the, the diaspora or the um, exodus of a lot of African Americans from the South who lived in the Mississippi Basin to the North um, before World War II. That's actually a reason a lot of them moved, nor- uh, they moved northwards. So. Just a whole box or trunk of information. Yeah. Um, what the hell are we talking about? The four cakes. Yeah. So, uh, first cigar Holy from Crown Heads. Uh, very well balanced. People are going to be driving off the road while listening to this. Dude, this is me at my ADDist, but it's also the most ADD. fun. You're getting, you're, getting, you're getting so much info. It's just, uh, it's just not in order. It's, it's my kit, so yeah. bring it on. Um, four, very well-rounded cigar. Um, solid medium body. The Ecuadorian Habano wrapper gives it a nice spice. Um, the vintage Nicaraguan fillers may give it a smooth center, but solid medium body. Solid offering. I mean, when it's your first cigar and... Not that they were nobodies, but they were you know they weren't they weren't Nick Malillos where they were really known for their blending. They were just they were known for that. They worked for CAO and they knocked it out of the park with that, and that's why they are the the dear friends we have today. Yes. Um, let's go now to another Maduro. Um, our good friends over at Casa Cuevas, another terrific morning smoke, bold. Rich, a lot of good flavor on a Casa Cueva. I will say, I had a little bit of an issue with Casa Cuevas when they first came out because I thought their bands were too much like the uh, Casa Fuente bands. Okay. And I'm like, that's not cool. But I guess they settled it out. But uh, I know some of the guys from there. Great team. The cigars are fantastic. We're really happy to be carrying them now. I think we've been carrying them the past year or so. I've included them in a lot of my kits. Or not our kits, like our top five samplers. Uh, fantastic cigar, man. And that Maduro wrapper, really, really in the morning. That's that's a great, I mean, a good anytime cigar, but great in the morning, dude. Really, yeah. really good in the morning. Yeah. Okay. It goes well. It, that goes well with either like a black coffee espresso or if you want to do like a, like a latte or something that has a little more cream and sugar to it, it's going to go well with any of them. Nice. Um, another good spicy one. Uh, I included this one for a couple reasons. One, um, I feel it's very underrated. It might be one of the most underrated cigars that we carry. Two, uh, it's made by one of the best manufacturers in the world, and it, so it gives you a good insight into him if you're a beginner, and you can and you can kind of taste what what a master can do. Um, three, it's not overbearing in any aspect; it's not too mellow, it's not too strong. Uh, and four, it's a it's it's because it's made just for us. The price is right; that's a six seven dollar cigar. This is the uh, Chris. Is my I feel like my beard has been hitting the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just petting the microphone with your beard. Yeah, edit that shit out. <laughs> I will. Um, this is the Uncharted, made just for us from AJ Fernandez. Uh, one of our first private labels um, when we kind of, you know, when JR went through its Redux era, so right around when the time I started in the uh, in the corporate office over here and, and doing my thing. Um, I think to date, it's tough now because of how much he does. At the time that came out, and AJ had come out with some hitters. He had the Diesel line. He had the Ave Marias. He had his San Latanos. Uh, the New World might have just released. I'm not. I can't exactly remember. But he had, like the San Latano Bull was out. The Oval got a top ten in Cigar Aficionado. At the time that cigar came out, that was the best AJ Fernandez this, cigar ever. This is an oily cigar. It is a remarkably good smoke. What's the blend on this guy? Do you remember? You know, I'll pull it's, it up. I don't remember off the top of my head. Oh, I got you. 
You just, uh, it's on our only on our web, only available at jrcigars.com. Right, available at jrcigars.com. Um, and actually, uh, one of one of his uh, vice presidents that I had met at my first trade show back in 2015, 2016, um, when we were talking to AJ, got to interview him a little bit, took some pictures with him, and we were going over the Uncharted, and the guy said, like, this is this is the best blend this guy's created yet. So um, it's a Lajera Habano Ecuador wrapper <laughs> with a Mexican San Andreas binder mm. with a filler from Nicaragua and Jamanastran. Yamastran Valley Yam- in Honduras. Yamastran Valley in Honduras. No, J is silent. It's mm-hmm. a ha. Oh. Everything involving Spanish, the J is mostly silent. Yeah, I know. Think of the Yalapa region. Right. Mm. I should have known better. It's okay. Um, I think today this has some competition, especially when you look at a lot of the collaborations that AJ does. Don't forget he does this, the Jacob's Ladder. He does all the Southern Draws. Um, he, does the, he, he at least does the wrapper for the Tabernacle. Um, He's on, he, he does everything. He does a lot. He does a lot of things. He does a lot of the... Uh, the Altidus and General Products. So he does the H. Upman by AJ. He does all that stuff. Money by AJ. Um, Money by AJ. So I think today that cigar is competition for some of his best work. But at the time, and this is only a couple years ago, before he really, really exploded, that was the best cigar that he made. And I, I, I think it's still a top five contender today. I just got a nice leathery, mm. like milky taste from this uh, High Killer Castle right now. Like Enjoy. a milk and soup taste with crackers? No, no, not that much. I'm not coughing up a lung yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, Secret's not doing well over there. <laughs> no, this is mm, usually at the end get a little bitter, but it's. I mean, this is this is force. that's Nick not even just being Nick. That's Nick being like super Nick, right? Because well, what I like about them too, like Staka and, and Nick, it's like they're not going to make something that is terrible. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like that that's just their type of well. Yeah, but I, yeah. I will say that when you're a company that size, you can't afford to make, like, this cigar stinks, but it's going to be a moneymaker, whatever. They, they, they're so limited in their resources because they're on the smaller side that they can't, they can't do, true. like, you know, oh, we'll just create some bundle thing and, like, what, you know, it's going to sell a lot, but, like, it's not a good cigar. Their way to make money is to make the best cigars possible and so people will actually just, just buy them, you know, single or, or by the mm. box. This is, this is tasty. Even as Charter Oak, dude, which is his... Budget offering and look at Steve Saka with the um, Umagog. Yep, that thing is like both great. Things like seventy bucks for a pack of ten or something like that, and and they're they're remarkable. This is uh, this on point. Yeah, very very good smoke. I don't I can't keep track of which one I like the most. This is gonna be. I'm I'm trying to be fair fair with my ratings, but but that's why I never. People have asked me. On Instagram Lives, Facebook Lives, however many events I've been to, they've been asking me for years, like, what's your favorite cigar? Whatever one, whatever one I'm enjoying at the moment. Yeah, it's impossible. That's what it's got to be, you know? I feel like with, like, whiskeys, there's, like, particular ones that you definitely like. Yeah, and it's also, it depends on when you're smoking and who you're smoking it with. Some of the best cigars I've ever smoked might have been a 6 $7 cigar, but I was with good friends or I was with, right. like, a lady I was seeing, and we were having drinks, or having a good time. Yeah. Um, so next up, we have two Connecticut's left now for you beginners out there. Let's go with the Undercrown Shade Grown first. Um, this was created um, a couple years ago uh, in the what it was dubbed as the Year of Connecticut. That was the 2016 trade show. So you had the Undercrown Shade. You had the first Padron ever used Connecticut in the Padron de Masso. You had another company made in Connecticut, and then you also had um, a Connecticut from my father that year. So it was a big, big Connecticut's all around. Uh, this big, was big Nick Malolo show. 
Connecticut. No, he wasn't. I don't even think that was his. That might have been his first show. All right, Nick. It was just a Connecticut joke. No, no, but I'm just, no, I'm just I'm informing you. That I, I think that he might have had the Will Wednesday at that show, maybe, in 2016. I think he had the Will Wednesday out, uh, but that was it. Okay. Um, so the Undercrown shade grown in the Undercrown family. So they had the, obviously the original Undercrown with the Maduro wrapper, that Mexican San Andres, San Andreas Maduro. This uses, uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if this uses, I think it uses straight up Connecticut. I don't think it's from Ecuador either. I think that's straight up Connecticut shade, hence the name shade. Um, again, this is one of those not your father's Connecticut's. It's more of a mellow to medium body instead of just mellow. It has its Connecticut characteristics. It's smooth. It has some creaminess to it, some light coffee notes, but it also has a little bit of spice. It has a little bit of heat coming out of that core with those tobaccos in there. Um, very solid offering, man. And uh, I think it's another good uh, gateway kind of cigar to something if you want something that's Connecticut wrapped but you want a little more body good any time of day goes with your coffee goes with your any kind of really liquor that you want to do um, yeah, it's, it's an, an overall fantastic smoke and I say this about the undercrowds all the time if you're looking to show off on Instagram nothing photographs better than love the band and it's undercrowns a- photogra- it's that they look shiny but they're actually more matte than they are shiny they have a matte like a matte, right, a matte finish, a matte finish to them. Yep, that makes them perfect to photograph. Yep. So you know, when you get when you're in business like me, you gotta. These are the things you gotta look at. Sure. Mm. Yeah, it has an Ecuador, Connecticut shade, Sumatra binder, and DR in Nicaragua filler. See, it's that mix. You get that that little bit of nuttiness from Dominican. Yep. But then you have a very very uh, subtle but apparent spice from the Nicaraguan uh, fillers. And lastly, this is a cigar that I think. Um, Everyone enjoys beginners, uh, seasoned aficionados. It is probably amongst the best-selling cigars in the country. Definitely among the best-selling Connecticut's and the best-selling mellow cigars. Um, honestly, I think it's probably even more popular than your Monte Cristo original or your Monte Cristo classic. Uh, we have the Monte Cristo White series um, in a. I think that's the number one size. I think that's what it's called. It's like a, almost a Lancero-ish, yep. Lonsdale-ish. Uh, very few words to describe this cigar. It's the, it's the Monte Cristo White Series. It is in every cigar store around the country. Um, if you're a mellow cigar smoker, you know you love it. Very creamy, very smooth. Um, no bad aftertaste on it whatsoever. High end, you know, it's in that that upper price range, it's in that twelve, you know, between twelve and like fifteen dollar price range, depending on what size you get. Fantastic. So, yeah, cigar. more the, more the t- ten. 10 to 15. Depends, like I said. Depends the, the size, The number right. two is probably closer to 18. Gotcha. Um, again, depending on the size. Right. True. Uh, but this is also, this is, so all these cigars in here are fantastic. They're all ones that, that I have either smoked regularly or, you know, for instance, like the Mayorga, or I'm sorry, the Maria Mancini, something that I smoked regularly when I was first starting out. Uh, the Monte Cristo is your little, your little extra surprise at the end. Um, it's a very high-end cigar. You don't see it and it'll really go out in a lot of samplers because of its uh, quality. So, but that—that's your little gift that's, in this sampler. That's is the kit. You, you get you get your your little Monte Cristo at the end there. So this uh, we have ten cigars here. We have a cutter, a lighter, and a humidor. Um, the ten cigars. I'm just doing off the top of my head. MSRP on these cigars. You're looking at five, seven. You're looking at like eighty, probably eighty bucks, maybe a little bit less for all ten. Um, like I said, some of these are in the five to six dollar range. Some of them are eight to ten. Um, the Undercrown Shade is probably nine or ten. The Casa Cueva is probably ten. The Four Kicks is probably seven. The Balmoral is probably ten. The Monte Cristo White Series that one's probably eleven or twelve. 
Um, so you're looking definitely in that $80, $90 range just for the cigars. We are doing 20 of these beginner kits um, with the humidor and with the cutter and lighter for $54, $54.95, I believe. And only 20 of them. Only 20 of them, yeah. And with this humidor, you're going to want to season it as well. Yeah, but you can watch our video on that. Yeah. Yeah. How to season a humidor properly. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean, we're going to have a separate I'm, video. I'm excited about this to see how this goes. Good. I think this was a good episode to kind of describe, you know, the, everyone always thinks that the best way to start smoking a cigar is just go, go mellow, go, go Connecticut. Um, and that is true in a lot of cases, hence why we have a lot of smooth Connecticut's in here. Um, they give you a good basis on what a cigar is going to be. Um, it's, it's, like, it's like drinking a Budweiser. You, know? yep. you, you're, you don't want your first beer when you're 21 to be uh, you know, some heavy IPA, right. like 18%, whatever. You drink a Budweiser. Now right. you know what beer is. You know? And some people just drink Budweiser. They like it smooth. It doesn't have a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's affordable. And that's what some of these cigars are. Other, some of these other cigars are your you know, Goose Island IPAs. Right. You know, this and is, this, this is a, a, a starter pack. And this also gives you a different array of flavor notes and Different array profi- of wrappers, wrappers. Different array of prices, countries. A lot of these Everything. cigars are using Dominican tobacco, Nicaraguan tobacco, Connecticut wrappers, Maduro wrappers, Habano wrappers, uh, with the exception of maybe Cameroon, and there might even be a Cameroon binder in there somewhere. Just about all, all the general, you know, foundations of cigar making are in this pack you have just about every you know all the basic kind of wrappers wrapper binder filler combinations you're gonna you're gonna want um and then we got your own humidor you have a starter lighter and cutter the great thing about the the vertigo cutters and lighters they're not as fancy as a zycar i don't think they have a lifetime warranty but for the price you usually pay for them they're very reliable um i'm not gonna say they're disposable but you know at, at two or three dollars, if you if you leave one at a cigar bar somewhere, it's not the end of the world, but they still cut very well. I think this is a great starter pack. Yeah. This is something I would have jumped on when I was you know nineteen, you know, or t- twenty one years old when I first got into, into cigar now, smoking. Now twenty one. Now twenty one. I was twenty when I started in the store. It was it was eighteen was the law back then. Um, I think this is a fantastic pack, and um, like I said, we're gonna have the link for the pack. But this this episode was not again this, to schlill our no. our wares. This, this episode was to teach you a little bit about what to look for as a beginner. Um, also, there was a lot of nonsense that went on. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. There was a, there was a great deal of nonsense. Nonsense. But we hope you left here with a little bit of knowledge, a little bit of know-how. Oh, I did. You know, what did uh, you learn today, Greg? What did I learn? That no matter what color the wrapper is, it could be, go- be for a beginner. Yeah. And, that's what, uh, and I think that's a big, big push is that don't be scared. I will say, yeah, don't judge it by the color. However, like, they don't put these on beginner cigars, but, like, I would not recommend, like, your first cigar be, like, an Ecuadorian Habano because a Maduro is going to give you a lot of richness, but, like I said, that can be complemented by a very mellow, you know, Dominican filler and binder. You never really say Ecuadorian Habano going on a mellow cigar. Well, yeah. It doesn't really work. The Ecuadorian Habanos in here are more of a medium to give you more of a sense of what that's like. But if you're looking for a straight-up... That's probably the only rapper I would say is not good for a mellow smoker would be Ecuadorian Habano. And then, you know, Corojo even can get strong there sometimes. Um, Double Escudos or, or any kind of Lajeros, you know, stay away from. But in terms of just eyeballing the color... No, ask. Talk to your talk to the guy at your local cigar store. Leave a comment here if you have a question. You know, talk to our customer service team, um, and they'll. You know, there's a lot of people who who at least think of it this way. 
there are will always be somebody who knows more about cigars than you. And that goes for me, too, as proven by the Steve Saka episode. Right. And I'm sure that goes for Steve. Yep. There's always somebody who will know more than you, so don't be afraid to ask questions. Always ask questions. These are all premium cigars. Yeah. So we're not, not lacking on quality here. Uh, all these cigars were included in previous top fives. So. Right. So it, it, it's, it's a hitter, man. It really is a hitter. Um, don't forget, also, we have our 20% off coupon. Use uh, coupon code LONGASH, all one word. The 20% off does not apply to this. This is, this is already at a discount price. It does not apply. i got to rephrase this. does not apply to any current deals, and there are some exclusions with certain brands. But other than that, the coupon code LONGASH, 20% off your purchase. Um, but I definitely, definitely check these out, man. So f- what what are you getting out of that uh, high clear? It's getting Finish it's it getting strong third. now, but obviously, like like we've talked about, when you get to the end of the cigar, even pulling those flavors through for the entire time, you're going to get a buildup of a lot of the strength and flavor in the back end here. But still, like I said, no bad aftertaste. Um, a lot of dark chocolate notes now mixed with um, like fiery ash spice. Like I could like I almost. I'm not going to say I know where it's from because I don't know specifically where the fillers are from. But it tastes like something that came out of Yalapa to me okay. with that fiery volcanic right. soil. Um, very good. Very, very good. Like I said, this is, this is an age well, Wednesday in my mind. I'm going to go ahead and give this bad boy um, a 915. Wow. That's, that, that is an amazing smoke right there. That's wow, top, on, top on the list. That is. It is. It's nice. Uh, I'm getting a little bit more spice at the end here. Uh, leather, a little bit more leather, a little subtle creamy at the end. I'm going to go 8.7 eight, mm-hmm. on this guy. That's high for Connecticut for yeah. you. Yeah, I'm going to go 8.7. Yeah, it's why, a, why add way. it? Pick up this kit, pick up the High Clear Castle when I'm smoking, and be on the lookout. The High Clear Castle Victorian will be coming soon. Will be coming so soon. Definitely make sure to uh, keep your eyes open for that. Uh, anything well, else you want to no, do? No, I want to uh, make sure say you listen to uh, Reading and Raving with uh, guest starring with uh, with Secret and uh, Submarine Sandwich. Sure. Are you are you mad because you're not going to get any sandwich? No. What is what's his favorite sandwich? Can I put chips on him? What's his favorite sandwich, dude? What if his name instead of Secret? What if it was like? Chips instead of crisps. Chips. chips. So the, the podcast gonna be like sandwich and chips. That would be great. Oh uh, wow. I think he likes Secret, though. Secret's cooler. He, he prefers Secret over... over. You want to be oil and vinegar chips? Ooh. No. They're, they're ba- like... Barbecue crisp? Barbie, barbecue crisp. <laughs> barbecue crisp? Should we tell uh, people sea about... Salt, uh, sea salt crisp? <laughs> we should. Should we tell people about our, our bobblehead yeah, with the That's all you, man. You, you so, let's go. You go. You we have it. a beautiful bobblehead on our table. Or two. Well, we have two, but the more... Imp- not more important, but the... The one we're talking about. one, yeah, yeah. that we're talking about uh, is... I'm going to say a major league baseball player. Yeah. And we taped it over because we want everybody that watches it to be a part of the show. And yeah. we want you to guess who this player is. And if you guess right, we might have something. We'll send you, we'll send you we'll, a crown heads. We'll, we'll send you something. We'll send you something nice. Maybe Secret Chris will show up at your front door with your gift. And sandwiches. And sandwiches. The and chips. actual food, not, not the guy. Else. No, no, yeah, no you don't want, they don't want the guy. Some nice Subway footlongs. The other guy. Some turkey sandwiches. Yes. So <laughs> everybody in the comment, figure out what this guy is. We're going to change him up in positions to kind of see if you can make a, make a decent guess. But 
good it's luck. Tough, good luck. He, that bobblehead looks it, nothing it like look, what I know no, of that player. Nothing. And the player looks distinct. Yes. One he of the most distinct does. players in Major League Baseball. Yes. Um, speaking so. of Subway, really quick sidebar. Uh, I started watching what's, Pawn Stars. What's a sidebar thing? Like a sidebar. Like it's a separate conversation. Oh, this is the second time I've heard that today. Yeah. It's like oh. a separate conversation. All right. It's like when you're talking to the judge. I, I like and, side and note. The, when you're talking to the judge in the court and you like, I have a sidebar, it's like then it's just you and the judge having like a one-off over here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I was watching Pawn Stars, uh, like, the, like the first season from like eight, or no, like 10, 11 years ago, and the, they were trying to get the one guy because he was really heavy to lose weight. He's like, stop eating like chicken and everything. He's like, how about this? I'll get you a nice healthy lunch. And the healthy lunch he got it was a foot-long like turkey from Subway, and I'm like... That's not a hell. Like so much bread on that. So like, much bread. And he was eating a bag of chips. I'm like, that's. But imagine that was that was a healthy lunch 12 years ago. <laughs> it was yeah. A, was a turkey football. The long. processed turkey. Yeah. On, uh-uh. uh, from Subway. No. 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 Mm, so, so, that, so that was my little sidebar. All right. Well. All right. On that note. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. And we'll, we'll uh, talk to you soon. See ya.